1: Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you along with us. Well, it was, I, it was back in December that uh, we were asking questions about what you would like to hear more of in the new year. And one of the things that people said they wanted to hear more about was homesteading and i And I put the question out there, and I said, "Would you guys like to hear more about homesteading?" And boy, I tell you what, the response that I got was absolutely through the roof. And anytime I talk about some of these homesteaders or or even something as simple as uh, growing your own tomatoes or uh, making sourdough bread, Um, it really is always a big response. Joining us right now, well, I figured what better people to start the series off with than the folks from Homestead Living Magazine. We're being joined right now by Anna Sapowski with Homestead Living Magazine. Anna, welcome to the program. How you doing?
2: Good. Hey, Charlie. Thanks for having me.
1: Yes, ma'am. So uh, how did you get involved in homesteading?
2: Oh, well, in homesteading, I mean, I actually grew up in the city. I had zero background in homesteading until I was into my 20s. Um, And so I actually started off by uh, kind of, actually, it really all started with a cooking journey for me. So I started in the kitchen, got interested in, you know, cooking from scratch, sourcing local ingredients. So before I was growing anything, I was learning where to source it locally, going to farmers markets, farm stands, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And started watching a lot of these food documentaries that were really big around a decade ago, you know, Food, Inc., Farmageddon, yeah. all that sort of yeah. thing, and, and started really waking up to like, whoa, our modern industrialized food system is really unsustainable. It's really unhealthy in a lot of cases, not very environmentally friendly, ethically sound, all these issues surrounding it. And so that's how m- me personally and, and my husband and I decided to make the move. And we ended up moving out of the city and starting small, I mean, we started on a little rental plot where we were allowed to put in a little raised bed garden and we
1: right.
2: started off with just, you know, trial and error. There was an old apple tree on that uh, on that lot and we started, started canning applesauce. And, <laughs> you know, as it does in this lifestyle, one thing leads to another. And before you know it, we're like, Growing hundreds of pounds of food and canning up all this food every year and making herbal medicine and yeah. our own cleaning products and sourdough bread and, and the whole shebang, right?
1: You know, it's funny you mentioned sourdough bread because I, I I really believe that a lot of people get involved in homesteading through bread because they're like, hey, let's, yeah. let's because I somebody said the other day that uh, the average loaf of bread at the store has twenty seven different ingredients in it, mm-hmm. and yeah. sourdough bread has what two three at the most?
2: Yeah, two really. I yeah. mean, really, it's just. Flour and, and water. And water. And you can <laughs> Yeah. And, and that's it, right? I mean you and you're basically capturing natural um, you know, the natural yeasts and good bacteria that are already in our environment. And that is traditionally how bread was made before yeah. we had all these commercial yeasts and everything. And that's why sourdough bread really took off, I think, during um, you know, the beginnings of COVID. First of all, people were at home. Um, You know, a lot of people started baking just for something to do. And then, of course, things were flying off the shelf. There was no commercial yeast. So sourdough became a thing. People wanted to learn how to make it traditionally. And the reason it is such a great entry point is because anybody can do it. Yeah. I get questions all the time, and I I don't know what kind of feedback you've had when you've put, you know, the homesteading, you know, idea, I guess, your audience. But, well, a lot of people want to get involved, but they don't know how or they don't have the land or they don't have the experience or whatever it is. And, I always say the best place to start is in the kitchen, and because almost everybody has a kitchen. Even if you live in an apartment, you right. probably have a kitchen. You can whip up a sourdough starter and start learning to make bread. You can start cooking from scratch, even if you're getting stuff from the grocery store. You can start learning how to preserve food, right? Even if you're not growing or producing it yourself yet, um, there's something that you can do.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, are, uh, right? that, that is the starting point. You start where you are. Mm-hmm. And like you, like you said, when we were t- say
2: to start where you are with what you got, right? Yeah, like,
1: exactly. Yeah. And we were talking the other day, you said a lot of people think you got to have 10 acres and a milk cow, but but that's, you know, like you said, that's just not the truth. But it's becoming bigger and bigger. We're talking about all of these homesteading conferences that are popping up all over the country. Um, I think mm-hmm. it was, I can't remember if it was the Dr. Mercola um, or one of the big renowned doctors. Mm-hmm. He went to one in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Was it Virginia? And he said he expected 500 people, and he was shocked when he showed up, and there were about 15,000 people there. Yeah,
2: it's huge. Yeah, we just actually had our first one last year, or it wasn't actually through Homestead Living, but we were there. It's kind of a partnership that we have with the Modern Homesteading Conference in Cerdalen in Idaho now, Mm -hmm. and that was, I I don't have the exact numbers on me, but it was a massive turnout. I mean, there's a a wave of people that are, you know, getting involved in this. Um, I, I think especially we've seen the uptick since COVID, right, since yeah. people. I think a large part of that was just we realized how fragile all of our systems are, whether it's our supply chain, our food system, our health care, all these things. And people want to feel like they have some control over that and that they're not sitting ducks who are dependent On these systems, that if they fail, then they're in trouble.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
1: Yeah, they, they want to be more self-sufficient.
2: They, can in, they want to be more self-sufficient. It's empowering. It's something that, like I say, anybody can do. Even if you can't do it to the you know nth degree that you that you want to do it to, you can do something. So, like I, we don't have. We only have a quarter acre, so I can't have the milk cow. You know, right, we have right. a few backyard hens and a big garden, and we do what we can. And eventually, we'd like more. Um, but I think there's an idea sometimes that you can't do anything until you get to that next level, and there's always something you can do so, you know, and then if your goal is to upgrade and get more land or whatever, then, then great. But, you know, there's always something, like I say, I, 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 we started in an apartment in the city um, and that's where we started doing a lot of our learning, even if we couldn't implement yet, we were learning.
1: And then then you just go from there. One of the things that I really have found uh, with the homesteading community is they are ready to share their information. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean they're they they're, they're yeah. not keeping this a secret. I mean they want other people to get involved in it, right?
2: Absolutely. I mean, honestly, the the more people that we can bring into our sphere, the better, because it's not just about um I think there's maybe a, a not a negative connotation, but when people think about say self sufficiency or self reliance, yeah. it's it's very self centered, but it really is about community, right? And the more people we have in this community, um, you know, that we can exchange, you know, knowledge and information and skills and, you know, barter goods and all these things with. I mean, we're we're essentially creating a system outside the system at that point. Right. And,
1: and that is very appealing. Um, uh, let's talk a little bit about the magazine Homestead Living. Uh, mm-hmm. wh- how, when did you start this?
2: So this is a pretty new startup. It's only a couple years old. Um, so we're just heading into our third year now. Uh, So it started off as a digital quarterly magazine, and then we began offering annual print editions. So it was a compilation of everything from the year. Um, Those are still available. So if anybody's interested, they can go to homesteadliving.com, and they can uh, purchase the uh, first and now second annual issues. Um, And now we're actually just starting up monthly. So uh, as of January this year, we're offering uh, Homesteading Monthly. And uh, same thing, you go to homesteadliving.com right. and subscribe for just $19 for the whole year, and you get 12 print issues and access to the digital as well.
1: And one of the things is you say you don't have staff writers. You've got homesteaders that write.
2: Well, that's right. It's yeah. it's basically by homesteaders for homesteaders. And when I say for homesteaders, that, that doesn't mean, again, that you need to be doing this already. It means anybody who has the mindset of, hey, I want to start taking – more control of my food security. I want to start taking more control of my health. You know, I want to get involved in this in any way, shape or form. Um, that's who it's, it's geared towards. But it's our writers are all people who have experience and they all come from different backgrounds. So mm-hmm. we have people that have gen, they're, they're they're farming and homesteading generational land, you know, five, five generations of homesteaders on this land or more. Um, and then there's people like me who I didn't start till I was an adult. Right. And then there's people who, who specialize in We got somebody whose their specialty is sourdough bread and, right. you know, somebody else who specializes in canning and preserving and, you know, herbal medicine, all these different aspects of it. So we get a lot of um, really interesting perspectives from a lot of different um, backgrounds, and experiences, but people that have been doing this, they're sharing tried, tested and true advice. You know, not just something that you're going to find on the Internet that you don't know if it's going to work or not. So right. it's been a great it, it's we've had a huge response so far because I think people are just really hungry
1: for this information. They really are. They are hungry for this. Uh, self-sufficiency is a big thing and it's getting uh, bigger. Uh, it seems like by the day. Anna Sapowski, Homestead Living, Mag- Homestead Living and Homestead Now, Homestead Monthly magazine, right?
2: Homesteading Monthly. As yes. of This month. Yeah, that's right. And so another thing I'll just oh, yeah. mention quickly. For anybody who's interested in, in kind of getting their, their feet wet with this and is just not sure where to start, we also offer something called the Homesteading Guide, and this is, again, it's a, a curated kind of collection of resources, recipes, DIY projects, actionable steps that anybody can take with no experience right away to start kind of trying their hand at this lifestyle and see if it's even something that they really, that they really like and resonate with. So that right. can also be found on the website if anybody's interested
1: That's awesome. Uh, Check it out, homesteadliving.com. Anna Sapowski, thank you so much for being on the program with us today and sharing all of that information. Uh, Hopefully, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. Thanks so much, Charlie. Take care. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.